0: The future of radio. The future of radio.
1: The future,
0: of radio. The future, of radio. The future of radio. The future. The future of radio is
1: I don't know if I can do this. I'm gonna try. The whole time. <laughs> you know, it's very distracting. I don't know if I can become sunglasses guy, but I mean, sunglasses guy is pretty cool. I mean, sometimes. Maybe that's what I. Maybe that should be part of. My I mean, new they're episode.
0: also not cool sunglasses. Do you know, I have guys. to get a
1: leather jacket? we're not starting down that road. Guy? No, this is no, but more if of you a, bro- have a sunglasses guy. This that's is more what of a
0: broadcasting do. kind of thing. Like we're we're super cool broadcasters. Oh, super
1: cool broadcasters just wearing that. But yes. I mean, isn't that just a Howard Stern thing? Maybe there's more.
0: I mean, I think it's kind of a Howard Stern thing, okay. but we're like the, you know, the Howard Sterns of podcasting.
1: Oh, wow. That was a bold statement. Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. If you are a Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club member, it's $6.99 a month. The first week is free or $80 for the entire year, and you get to come in here in studio and watch a live show. Um, you can head over to the archives and watch the video of this episode where Sarah and I are both wearing... Sunglasses. <laughs> we
0: sure are. We look like dwarves. We're wearing sunglasses. It's very right now. hard to see in because it, it's already so black in here anyway.
1: It is very dark in the studio. My, and then on top of that.
0: Yeah, but my screen is so bright, like I'm having no problem seeing that. So that's yeah. fine. And I don't really have to see your face, which is even an added bonus. Right.
1: There it is. That, that's how all that works out. <laughs> so uh, the reason. And we have lots to talk about today, but uh, you can, if you are a supporters club, uh, supporters club member, head to the archive and you can see the video for today. And I'm sure we'll post up a picture of this anyway. Uh, but we're wearing these because this weekend is the Fun Employment Radio Brewers' Cup taking place at the Landmark Saloon. And that's Sunday, August 26th at, coming on down about 11 a.m. And uh, we'll be there all day long, though, with the tournament going on, 16 different breweries, each brewery with a different beer on tap. And part of what we will have, and we don't have a lot of these pairs available... But Sarah got us some sunglasses. Fun I, Employment Radio yes, sunglasses. Did.
0: But let me tell the but, best part. All right. So they are Fun Employment Radio sunglasses. So, yes, they do say Fun Employment Radio on the side in, uh, in a gentle font that I picked out. I'm very happy with that one. Nice, clean font. But also, the coolest thing about these sunglasses ever is that they fold. They fold not once, <laughs> the, not twice, but three times. And they fold so that way you can put them in your pocket.
1: They're pocket glasses.
0: They're pocket glasses, or you can don't p- You don't have any I don't pockets. have a pocket. I don't yeah. have, a, we'll don't have, have it's to Put them in nature, yeah, right there.
1: Nature's pocket, is that what you Ew, just called no, that? Ew, no, I that wasn't going to so, say that. That's, that's what that's you started <laughs> saying. That was really gross. So gross. gross. <laughs> anyway, yes, they should, Sarah got the old school foldable sunglasses, like you used to get in like the 80s.
0: Which, they are so awesome, and they actually say Fun Employment Radio, so they fold yeah, twice on the arms, and then once down the middle. So
1: they're transformer sunglasses.
0: They're transformer sunglasses that say Fun Employment Radio on the side of them. So we don't have, uh, we have a limited amount of these. But I have already. I love them. Like they have. They haven't fallen off my face. I've been wearing them since the second we picked them up from the mailbox yesterday. Yeah,
1: they are pretty awesome. So these, uh, we will have some of these available down yeah. there on Sunday. Some of these will I'm going to guess are not going to. Yeah, some of them will be for prizes. You could have a chance to win a pair. You know, in addition to a lot of other prizes that we have, or um, some of these may be for sale. But it's very limited supply this this go around. So uh, come on down Sunday. Sunday. August twenty sixth to the Landmark Saloon. Oh, I
0: guess it's And can us see the Magic Radio brewers Club.
1: No, I, I already took care of it. Oh, you, could, you yeah.
0: sure did, Greg. Yeah. good job.
1: Um, Way to go. Uh, so it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty awesome, and uh, we are really excited to have you uh, to have everybody come down. Yes,
0: there. so it means a lot to us if you do because it's going to make us look pretty fucking cool. So just uh, come mm. on down. Come on down, join us. Come on down. Sixteen
1: different breweries. That is a lot of different beers. That's a lot of different beers to try. So uh, that's all going to be happening this Sunday at the Landmark Saloon. I am getting really excited. I actually went to the,
0: uh, I went to my happy place today, Greg. Where is my happy place? Did you go to the cemetery? <gasps> no, not the cemetery, but I think I'm going to go later. Thank you for asking. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, no, but today I did. Well, but first of all, big thank you to Doug. Uh, he of Doug and Kenda, who helped me <sighs> fix my car yesterday.
1: Sarah, why was your uh, why was your car? <laughs>
0: So I haven't been driving for the past few weeks, and thank you to everybody who reached out to help me with my car. I am just a... The laziest person. It's, <laughs> and I like riding my bike, so I just haven't really given much thought to it now since, like, the weekend's coming up, and I have a lot of errands to run to get ready for the Brewer's Cup. I'm like, crap, I do need my car.
1: Sarah, why was your car not <laughs> working? I think maybe we should get to that, that <laughs> part. Explain what happened to your car. So, Doug, bless him. Like, and what happened before that, too? Who got a brand new battery for uh, your car?
0: Oh, yeah. No, you you took me to get a battery. That was very nice of you.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, and then and then what happens to this no, brand-new battery?
0: It, it stopped working, and so I thought, that, uh-huh. I thought that it was the alternator, so everyone kept saying, like, oh, it sounds like that must be the alternator. Oh, the alternator. So, like, I'm even talking to Doug, you know, who is a mechanic by trade, and I'm just like, oh, you know, Doug, it's probably the alternator. I think it must be the alternator. So he comes uh, with his lovely wife, Kenda, and uh, brings his, like, giant fancy truck, and they come and jumpstart my, uh, my car, And it actually starts working, and he gets out of the car and shuts it after, like, looking at things and testing the battery. And he's like, "Uh, Sarah, your dome light was on. (laughs) I had hit the dome light with my backpack and left it on, and that was what drained my battery. And it drained your battery. So it's been sitting there just because for two weeks I was thinking it was broken, (laughs) but it was really because I had left the, the dome light on. But
1: it's working now, which is good.
0: It is so. It's working this morning. Big thanks again. Thank you so much, Doug and Kenda. You guys are both the best. Um, but I did get to drive to the Dollar Tree today. Did some of my shopping for the Brewers Cup.
1: You do love the Dollar Trees. It's
0: my happy place. Like it doesn't I, matter
1: where it is. I know that you like to go to. Like, do you, do you like to go to like other states and yes. go to their Dollar Tree? Oh my gosh! Any Dollar Store are there anywhere. Different things. Yes. Oh really? yeah. Oh, yeah. There's different supplies Completely. in different dollars. I mean,
0: there are lots of, like, there's lots of crossover, but there are lots of different um, things in different places. What's
1: the difference between, like, the dollar store and, like, the 99-cent store other than, you know, the one cent?
0: Like, I mean, I think that's pretty, I think 99 cents, because the 99 cents and up stores can be, like, 99 cents to, like, you know, however much, like, because they can sell, like, things that are more than a dollar. Oh, they, they just the have dollar- to end in
1: 99 cents?
0: Mm, I don't know. I don't know for sure. I think that it okay. just has to be, I mean, they can, they have I a wider of prices. I thought they were like the same thing as dollars. I'm not really that familiar with 99 cent stores. I right, so didn't realize it was that specific.
1: Them. I thought it was just like the genre, but you're really brand specific. As I'm, far as
0: yeah, I really just like dollar
1: stores. Dollar stores. Like
0: where you go in, you look at things like, everything's a dollar. It's so exciting.
1: Um, what's the coolest thing you've ever found in a dollar store?
0: Um, my sister and I used to have these two dolls that we used to hide under each other's pillows when we were younger.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> creepy statement. Yeah,
0: speak- it was creepy because we found these porcelain dolls at this one dollar, um, it wasn't the Dollar Tree, it was whatever it was called before the Dollar Tree. Yeah, th-
1: There's like Dollar General or...
0: There was something, I think it was just the dollar store or something. Yeah, maybe. And we found these uh, porcelain dolls and for years we did, I think we, I think they broke or eventually lost them, but there were these little porcelain dolls that were angels and one of them was holding a hatchet.
1: Oh God, God. And the
0: other one was holding a rifle. And it's just these little girl angels. What the hell is that? I don't know, but it was the best thing that I've ever found. So my sister and I each bought one. And then for years, we would stick them in each other's like travel bags. Or, like, put them in, like, in each other's beds, just, like, you know, mess with each other. Like, if she would come to visit or I would, I would, like, leave it wherever she was living, like, <laughs> like in her, um,
1: like her cabinets. That is creepy yeah, as hell. Yeah, we would
0: just freak each other. That's the best thing. And those are the things that I love going there for, because you can find the most random stuff.
1: I had a roommate one time who, who got one of the, what are they called, like, baby cakes? What the hell? It's the things that they do for Mardi Gras. Where they bake, they bake cakes. Oh,
0: with the plastic baby. And they in put it. a
1: plastic baby in it. I can't remember what it's called. I think I thought it was called like baby cakes. And if but, you get the baby, yeah, it's New, New good Orleans luck, baby or, cakes.
0: It's like good luck, right?
1: Uh, s- supposedly, but it's creepy as hell. But he got a whole bunch of those. Oh, king cakes. They're king cakes, and then you find the baby in them, and then there's king baby. I don't know how it all works. It's really weird down there, there in New Orleans. Have you ever seen what king baby looks like? No. King baby is
0: <gasps> yes, the mascot.
1: Not the mat. Well, yeah, it's mascot for that brand, and also. The uh, New Orleans Pelicans, I believe, play in like, King Baby Arena or something like that. And so you have King Baby walking around, and it's this terrifying, terrifying baby with a crown. Babies
0: aren't meant to be that big.
1: Yeah, they're not meant to be that big. Mm-mm. But anyway, he would you were supposed to bite into these cakes, and then you find the plastic baby in it. And yeah, I guess that's supposed to be luck. And he brought a bunch of them, and he just hid them all over my house, like in my stuff. And I don't know why it bothered me so much. Like, it was so... Unnerving like lifting up a glass, like a glass would be upside down, and I lift it up and there's a little baby.
0: Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, oh. still to this day, I'll buy I'll find things uh in thrift stores and I'll just bring them and Heather will Heather will do the same thing. We'll randomly just stick things in each other's bags just to freak each other out.
1: Well, no, I understand that. I'm just saying I'm just saying the baby things were really But the baby unnerving.
0: thing sounds really creepy to see a bunch of little plastic babies everywhere. Yeah,
1: it was it was kind of weird. I don't know. Mm. So anyway, um, it's not a creepy little doll with a rifle, though. That I, that I have not. That
0: was my favorite. The hatchet, I think, was even creepier for some reason. For, yeah. For some strange reason, it was I
1: want to know the origin of that. I'm yeah, not really, I'm I have sure. no idea. All right. Well, um, anyway, the Bruce Cup. <laughs> we will not have any baby cakes there. I do apolog- apologize for that, but there will be food there. And uh, that is happening this Sunday, August 26th. One of my uh, my good neighbors is actually even going.
0: What? Oh, one of the good
1: ones? One of my good neighbors. And you only yeah. have, like, one good one? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be gone. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it's good um, because, and I should. Uh, oh, it's being noted in the live chat. Uh, Vicky just said, kind of like the porn cards you guys hid around Keelan's place. Yeah, I Keelan will never find. I mean, it'll take him years to find some of the some of the cards that we hid there. Because just to explain, that wasn't <laughs> to his to old place, porn wasn't cards, it? Uh, yeah, but not in the place that he lives in now. No, but I hit it in his stuff. His stuff. That's where Scott and. Uh, I think it was Scott and Tristan and I. You better not take this
0: one alone, Greg. You better, like, Oh, no, it wasn't. No, he knows.
1: No, I think it was Scott and Tristan and I. We had the little, the cards. If you ever go to Las Vegas and you know the dudes on the the street that do the, you hear their cards, like, slap the cards and they try to hand you these little porn cards. Oh, yeah. Um, We would take pockets full of those and then we would go, then we went to Keelan's place. I brought him back from Vegas and then we went to Keelan's place when he was moving. And uh, we just hit him and all of his stuff. So every now and then he could open up a DVD. He hasn't opened up for maybe three, four years. There could be one of those cards that pops up. And just a porn card. Just a hooker card showing up. So that, uh, yeah, that is something kind of like what we did. But anyway, uh, talking to my neighbor. So I did have to talk to him. Uh, I had to talk to my good neighbor because, as you know, for an update on the rat battle with the other neighbors, so far, no signs of rats. Although That's awesome. Black's Pest Services is coming back out tomorrow, and we're going to open up the traps, and I'm a little bit nervous about that. But I'll I'll talk about that tomorrow. Like, what's
0: better, if there are rats in there or there aren't any rats in there? I don't know. Like, what's the good turnout?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I have to ask them. Because
0: you haven't seen any rats.
1: I haven't seen any. It doesn't mean they're not there. Maybe they're just smarter now and they're, like, hiding. But uh, we're going to open them up. So we're going to open up the traps and see what happens. I'll I'll talk about that tomorrow. You probably
0: need to film one of those. You know that, right?
1: (sighs) I will. But, I mean, if there's something in there, it's going to be really gross. Well, you don't
0: have to like live stream it; just film it. And if it is really gross, then don't. Okay. Yeah, then
1: you don't have to post it. All right, I'll film the opening of one of yeah. them. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Ugh. Anyway, that's on one side. The other side, though, um, I was going to give a kind of a shout out if we know anybody. So I have uh, branches falling off of my tree, like big branches. Oh,
0: you have those big trees like around big you. Big branches, oh, and oh. I
1: was asleep yesterday morning, uh, getting, and I heard this giant like. Boom, like a giant noise on my roof, and uh, went outside and in a giant branch that looked looked completely healthy to me. Um, just fell off. Just Ooh. fell off the tree. Just didn't want to live anymore.
0: That's one of those, like, homeowner things that I'm it not sucks. jealous of. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm like, oh, so something's wrong with that tree. Okay. Uh, so anyway, if I know anybody out there that is a uh, tree service, and I know we did have a sponsor for that a while ago, and I've tried to contact them haven't heard from them. Um, so anyway, if you... You or anyone you know has a uh, tree trimming service. I would like to help, Mr. Nibbler. I'm in the market for someone to tell me how many trees are going to fall down on me. So that's that's what I need to find out. It was terrifying. I
0: bet. Just hearing something because when I when I hear something upstairs, I know it's just my neighbors like bowling in the middle of the night or something. Whatever the hell it is that they're doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, My no, it's the outdoors. So it's either
1: something. I mean, I've heard, like, like, an animal run across the roof before. That was that was unnerving because you just hear this, like, thud, thud, thud. It must have been, like, a raccoon or something. Like, Do you think it was, like, a gremlin on the wing? It could have been a gremlin. Mm-hmm. Or, or it's gremlins, yeah, in the middle of the night. No, it was definitely outside, and it was definitely on my roof. Um, but, yeah, this was loud enough that it's it's one of those things, too, when you're completely asleep and you hear that, it's really unnerving. I bet. It's like, what the hell? What's going on? You know, did the war start? What's happening? Is this debris falling on me? Isn't or it, like, we do live in that time? Like, oh God, is it happening? Yeah.
0: I mean, clearly it's going to happen any day now. But is this like right? right. When it's happening? Is this it? Yeah.
1: Where are the jets. I haven't heard a <laughs> jet yet. Um. So yeah, but uh, if anybody does have any advice on that, yes, or if
0: you know it. a tree trimmer who might want to help Greg out, well, yeah, know. Or,
1: you know, I'm I'm willing to willing to pay, but I would rather have a, you know, a recommendation or something. Maybe we can work something out. Anyway. Um, yeah, it sounds t- like
0: you're going to dance for them or
1: something. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll> t- <laughs> you can go out there. I do have a window outside of my attic bedroom. You know, I can dance in the window for you. That would be... For payment? I'm not going to dance in the window. I don't know. <laughs> That's so weird. That's weird that I even just said that. Um, oh, yeah. I could call Timber Joy. Oh, yeah. Joey too. could totally do it. I didn't totally think about it. that. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you know, yeah. You know what? Actually, I should... T- I- I might he's probably the person
0: to ask. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he pro- probably is.
0: Yeah. We do know an arborist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I always forget about that, that he actually does do that um all right oh well i wanted to show you my prizes that i found the other yes so sarah has been talking about some prizes that she has
0: (laughs) i was prizes that
1: she found treasures i suppose
0: treasures yes so i the thing i like about living in my neighborhood is that people leave out a lot of stuff all the time i mean sometimes it's by the way you took your sunglasses off oh sorry all right um so a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of, like, crap laying around and, like, people's, you know, like, old mattresses and stuff. But um, sometimes people will leave out good stuff, like, you know, nice clothes, like, gently used shoes. You can find, like, records. Mm-hmm. Like, people will leave stuff. Are mine tilted?
1: They're not tilted. It's my ears. One tilted. of
0: my ears is significantly well, lower than my other one. I didn't one.
1: want to tell you that. Yeah, it's Well, I ears. know it. Like, I've had to tilt my
0: sunglasses, sunglasses my entire are life.
1: fine. Your ears are off.
0: No, this one, my left one's lower than my right one. Oh. Well, so is yours. Yours are always tilted.
1: I don't really care. Most though. people's it ears really aren't going me, though. Okay.
0: Well, anyway. Oh, no, it looks really bad. You know what? I can't do this. It's distracting me. So, um, so people leave a lot of stuff out. And when I was walking down the street the other day after going to the store, I saw this giant pile of treasures. And I'm like, oh, what's in there? <laughs> some would
1: say garbage, <laughs> others would say <laughs> treasures.
0: One person's garbage, another a person's. A giant treasure. pile of
1: treasures is not usually how I describe someone's. I saw
0: a giant pile of treasures. And you can kind of tell, like, what quality the treasures are, of, like, how clean the pile is. And this was a very nice and neat pile. Like, it wasn't everything strewn about. Uh-huh. Like, things were stacked, and okay. and it was kind of in a, in a nice, clean <laughs> it was a corner. a nice garbage pile. It was a nice treasure pile. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going through. And I, I found some things that I thought, a, a couple things that I thought were pretty interesting. So okay. Of course, then I look like the, the weird person who's just carrying treasures, not yeah. garbage, down the street. Like, oh, look at the Okay, new
1: let's ones. take a look at what you grabbed. Okay, I want to so know what you didn't grab.
0: Oh, there was some like um, there was one book on how to make uh, twenty different ways
1: to make iced coffees. Why wouldn't you grab that? I thought you love iced coffee.
0: Because I don't need to know twenty ways how to make it. I just I'm
1: actually it. surprised you didn't get that. Oh, because no. you're just gonna buy it. You're not gonna make it. Yeah, I don't want to make that. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's why it is. Another okay.
0: one was like some sort of like keto diet. One. like it seems like somebody had gone what's through a,
1: like what's a keto diet. That's like I don't even ask don't anybody know? who's
0: on it. They will tell you all about it. Everyone is always talking about their keto diets. Huh. Um please don't get distracted by that, right? Okay,
1: now. well I'm sorry, it's just fascinating to Yeah, okay. so it was a
0: lot of like cooking books and like um like you know new agey stuff. Okay. Then there were a couple um like of these types of books. This is the first one. This made me think of you. So there was this one that had all these different um like piano and like guitar um sheets and sheet music, but it wasn't like anything I'd ever heard of. Okay. But then I saw this and I grabbed this for you, Greg. This is Riff Notes. Not Cliff Notes, riff notes. Nineties guitar riffs. Sixty-three of the decade's most memorable riffs. (laughs) No, nineties
1: guitar riffs. But let me tell
0: you, you think that it would be the full song? No, it is just the riffs. It is just the riffs. It is like one, basically one.
1: What? Let me see this. Yeah. So it has.
0: Well, let me read you a few of what they have. So let's see. So it's uh, the riffs from such songs you might know as. Come as you are from Nirvana. Fly away, Lenny Kravitz. There's some Jimmy's Chicken Shack, Soundgarden. Jimmy's
1: Chicken Shack.
0: Extreme, Ozzy Osbourne, Tesla, Beck, uh, Buck Cherry, Rage I, Against the Machine, Foo Fighters. Every single
1: one of those. Bands. I know. Queensrÿche, <laughs> <laughs> Blur, System of a Down. There's not one yet so far. Megadeth,
0: Spin Doctors. You love the Spin I
1: Doctors. I do not love the Spin Doctors. You were just
0: talking about them the other day. I
1: was not talking about them, and I never talked about them on air at all. When. Two princes comes on, you know. I mean, whatever. You know, I have to listen to it towards the end.
0: Yeah. So I mean, look at this. On two pages, there are six riffs. <laughs> it is just specifically it's just the riffs. Just
1: One guitar riff. Being like, every I don't want to learn a song. I mean, what are you gonna do with this?
0: I don't know. Leave it on the street for somebody else to find. I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it really is. Wow. Edge. Wow. They have. Is that Fear Factor? Edge Crusher. They do. Oh my gosh. Um. This is pretty exciting stuff, isn't it? This, well, I could tell you in the nineties, I might have, I might have wanted this, like, yeah, I just want to learn the. Uh, well, I main got that thing. for you
0: as a present, Greg.
1: Like they've got Beck loser, it's just that, that's it, that's all they yep. have of the song. They don't have anything else. Yeah,
0: it's the riff, Greg.
1: For Man in the Box, it's just the. Oh my god, that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that is the laziest thing ever. So, I know, because I so saw it. I'm, I'm like, wait, I opened
0: it. I'm like, really, it's
1: just... I'm just trying to imagine, though, the person in the 90s, like, being at a head. party and being like, yeah, hey, you know, Tom, play us something. Like, Let's all right. Let's play some riffs,
0: man. Do, 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 do,
1: do, 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 do. Yeah, like, yeah, keep going. Oh, no, I don't know anymore.
0: I just, I just know the riff. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I've got. Just
1: the riffs. <laughs> it's Just, like, one riff after another. And oh. did you see
0: how it's yellow? It's bright yellow with the black writing, and it's called Riff Notes. Instead of cliff notes.
1: Oh my gosh, they do have two princess spin doctors on here. Um, Wow. So Greg, you're welcome. Yeah, riff notes. Okay, this is this is actually kind of cool. Well, that's yours. Okay. Wow, thank you. No Uh, problem. So I can learn all the riffs.
0: You can learn all. You can be called the riff man. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know how to play much, but he knows how to name a riff. (laughs) Name a riff.
1: (laughs) Oh. Uh, it has to be one of these 63, though.
0: Yes. <laughs> Only the 63.
1: 63 of the decade's most memorable.
0: Okay, so then I was looking. I'm like, all right, I found the riffs. I'm like, all right, Craig, I'll Who this. got rid of this, though? Like, what is the story? I don't know. It was so random because there was that.
1: it's in good condition.
0: It's in good condition. Then I also grabbed these, and these were in the same pile, but, like, all three of these books that I grabbed like were mm. nothing like the other ones. Like the other ones were just kind of like more like philosophies on like diets
1: and nutrition and just weird stuff. So somebody really was having a. They've gone on a lot of diets. It yeah, and like. they've it's, they've gone on lots of journeys. Lots of journeys, and then they also like. Then they 90s wanted to learn years. how to play
0: the guitar briefly, but not like too much. Yeah, just, just, just wanted know. to I yeah, don't want to really bit. learn
1: the song. <laughs> I like this one part.
0: Yeah, uh, and then there are these pristine condition, 1940s cookbooks. That I think were just, like, um, cookbooks that were, like, put inside of packaging. Like, this is from Bird's Eye Frosted Food. Wait,
1: 1940s, like, they're actually printed from the
0: 1940s? Yeah, so this one, I was looking at the print from it. Let's see, this one is copyright 1941.
1: Wow. That's cool. Yeah,
0: and it's in pretty good condition. It's that's a, a color print. Uh, a color, well, it's color on the outs. Oh yeah, it is color print on the inside. A color cookbook from the
1: nineteen forties. A color cookbook. It's not like a reprint or something. No, right?
0: no, like, it is from the nineteen forties. That's a Birds cool. Eye Cookbook: Tempting ref- Recipes for Good Meals.
1: I love old books.
0: Yeah. No, like, I, was fa- I was fascinated. Like that.
1: I. I and the find old it really cartoons. So mm-hmm. this is
0: basically like the beginning of frozen foods, which is kind of fascinating for this because this is a Birds Eye cookbook for their. Uh, they were called frosted foods back then, not frozen. Huh. And so I was talking about how you can save these meals and have them just as fresh as they were the day that they were picked. So this is uh, here, Let me see. How does it work? To explain, let us uh, it simply let us take uh, you on a bird eye a bird's eye food journey. Follow it from farm to you, and see how the uh, the miracle works. The miracle of frozen food? Take the peas, for example. First we plant special kinds of seeds in those parts of the country where peas are known to grow finer, sweeter, more tender. When the peas reach peak flavor, our men hurry out into the fields and harvest them. The peas are then shelled and packaged and put in quick-freezing machines. And here's where the miracle comes in. The button is pressed, and instantaneously, a blast of arctic cold is released. Oh! The cold is so intense it catches should- the just-picked flavor at its peak and holds it in for you in all bold, bringing you the full farm freshness right to your dining table. And then there's some things about how gentle lady hands don't get um, have to get burned no, anymore. Let me see.
1: Does it actually say that?
0: Yeah. Uh, it says it somewhere. I can't remember. Here, you can look at that one. So this is that's the Birds
1: Eye Cookbook. Okay, this is the Birds Eye Cookbook. I want to take a look here.
0: Then this one Bird's is
1: Birds Eye. Oh, so it's Birds Eye brand. Yes, yeah, so Frosted Birds Eye Foods. is the brand
0: Frosted Foods, and then this one is Borden's Eagle brand.
1: Borden's Eagle brand. But this
0: one has a sec, uh, like a sassy lady cow. For their okay, self-scorso. for their oh, for their. But cartoon. then a non-threatening white family as well. Well, yes, of yes. course. Yeah, So it says uh, so. I'm just fascinated by this. I was seeing the recipes. Yeah, so, there so what are, what are some things. other
1: good excerpts from it?
0: Um, well, the cow has a lot of things to say in these ones. Let's see. So they're all different kinds I'm of I'm noticing sweeteners. this seems to have
1: a lot of recipes for rhubarb pie, which uh, I'm not a fan of rhubarb pie. Have you ever had that? Oh, Rhubarb no, seems like an really old-timey like food. Uh, I don't know why, but, I mean, we had rhubarb growing up, and uh, I used to not be able to stand it. Like, it was so, ugh.
0: I cannot believe that you would be picky about something. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, this not does rhubarb. have, this does have a recipe on how to make magic mayonnaise.
1: <laughs> Tell me what magic mayonnaise uh, let's is. Let's see. It's a let's That's... see two
0: thirds of a cup of sweet condensed milk, um, a cup of a quarter of a cup of vinegar, a cup of uh, salad oil, one egg yolk, a half a cup of uh, salt, and a dash of cayenne pepper.
1: That's all absolutely gross. Yeah. So these are just things you found on the side of the road. So.
0: This is really. That one's pretty interesting because it does have a lot of stories on, on the inside. Yeah, that copyright 1941
1: one. Frosted Foods. This is in remarkably good shape. I'm just surprised this isn't like a reprint. I mean, this has been stored somewhere.
0: No, I know somebody had this. Is this is
1: like, a, yeah, this is in really good condition. Huh. So we've got, what's the secret here? We've got to piece these together. Can I take a look at this other one? Yeah. Can you give me that one back? Yeah. So, okay. So just to recap here, we've got the 90s guitar riffs with riff notes. We've got the Birdseye brand frosted, uh, Foods. frosted Foods and Borden's Eagle brand 70 magical recipes. Looks like it's mostly like desserts or something. So what do you oh, think and went on? All of these on?
0: pictures also have the woman feeding the man because men clearly, yo, like the woman is just there. Is that to how it be. used to work? I. Th- that's what all of them... Like just there look, there and like, look, oh. here she is. She's feeding him
1: in this one, too. Oh. Like, look what I've made for you. Guaranteed to
0: satisfy over 60 kinds of grand Satisfy foods.
1: your man. Satisfy With bird's your eye cooking. man. Wow.
0: Yeah, huh. so I don't know exactly what happened.
1: Something's... I mean, these things have been hidden away for a long time.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're somebody's prize.
1: So why are they on the side of the road? And
0: they're in, like, a nice little stack, too.
1: Yeah, Were I'm not sure...
0: There weren't any clothes. No, it was just Choose. all books. Shoes? Nope.
1: Any furniture? There
0: was no furniture, although all the books were gone today when I walked by and there was some furniture there this time. But um, it didn't seem like... Is it just like, like a
1: community dump spot? No. No. So this is from in front of somebody's house? Yeah. So it's like uh, in front, like on a corner. Okay. Like in a,
0: in a nicer part of town. Okay. Like down the way from my all house. Right.
1: Well, now the next question is, are you going to try some of these recipes? That means I'd have to cook. Yeah. Which I'm gonna guess isn't gonna. No, but I could give
0: haven't. this. You can have these
1: if you're if you'd like them. I think I'm okay. I'll, I'll be all right.
0: I'm trying to find the like. Don't burn your pretty. Maybe lady they can hands. be a
1: prize this this weekend.
0: Somebody can win my old timey cookbook. Yep, you can
1: win Sarah's bird's eye cookbook. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that.
0: <gasps> there it is. The lady does not want to burn her lily white hands. <laughs>
1: Your lily white
0: hands shall not be burned. There's no messy kitchen work to be done. The li- the lima beans are shelled. The spinach is cleaned and washed. The broccoli trimmed. Every single vegetable is ready to slip into the kettle.
1: Yeah, there's something really unnerving about that. Yeah,
0: I don't like the slip into the kettle. Hmm. Yeah. So All there right. we go. So we. C-
1: Sarah's treasures. We should we should have a segment for just your treasures that you find.
0: I do. You acquire know,
1: things. Yeah. No, I know because you've. There's several things that have been acquired that are in our stu- our green room in the studio, um, but I think maybe a Sarah's, Sarah's treasures segment could be pretty good. We'll do a show and tell of what you found.
0: I mean, I have things also I discover in my apartment that I totally <laughs> forgot I had. Like I found this present from two years ago that I got. That's a 3D printing pen.
1: I was wondering why that was in here. I just That's... brought it
0: down because it's in my apartment, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. You got that this. two
1: years ago, and you've never opened it and tried it?
0: I don't know what to make. Like, I'm, I'm scared of commitment. But are You you only get, like, one time to make something, and no, I don't know what to do. No, buy more
1: filaments. I just don't know.
0: Yeah, so I just found that. So I just discover things in my apartment that I even forget that I have. Make it a prize. I don't really want to give it away, though. I want well, then what there. are you... Are you... <laughs> it's a hoarder. I'm not yet.
1: No, but I mean that's a tendency though. Like you haven't seen it for two years. You don't know what to do with it, but I can't give it this away.
0: No, that's correct.
1: I mean don't get me wrong, I have some of the same tendencies. You know, and it scares yeah, me.
0: You can't make me give away my things. <laughs>
1: Have you ever seen an episode? Because it kind of sounds just like that.
0: <laughs> I get rid of some of my stuff. I just brought a big bag of stuff to a uh, clothing donation place. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Hello, my friends. My name is Eric Still, and Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, do you remember the story of the um, emotional support peacock?
1: Oh, the one, the yeah, at the airport. At the airport, yeah. Somebody tried to bring it on a plane.
0: Well, now that was a big deal. However, it has now been passed per a new policy that miniature horses are allowed on board Southwest Airlines as support animals. I actually, where do you even would put feel a so horse? much better seeing a little horse on the plane? I think I'm starting to understand, like therapy animals, like at least for flying. Like, if I had something that, that wouldn't, like, talk to me and that I could just hug. <laughs> I mean, you can just like get, like, a stuffed animal, can't you? No, because it's not alive.
1: You want a therapy horse?
0: A mini horse. Um, I don't think it would fit in my apartment, though. Alright, well this goes on Ever since the great emotional support Peacock debacle of January 2018 Airlines have been updating Their service animal policies To specify exactly what kind of animals Are and are not allowed on board As emotional support and service animals But this is the one The, the newest one that has passed Starting on September 17th, 2018 So starting in a few weeks Southwest Airlines will only allow Three types of species in their cabins Dogs Cats Mini horses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about, like, ferrets or that kind of thing?
0: Nope, not on the list, Greg. Dogs, cats, mini, mini horses. Horse.
1: How many is the horse? It's a mini horse. But, I mean, it's, just, it's not like a lap horse.
0: I think it's like a smaller ho- I mean, it's small. It's mini. That's what mini means. But, I mean, would it even
1: fit in? Where does it fit? I mean, fit? it has
0: to if, if it's clearly. If I it's guess
1: I'm not sure how many is mini. Like, I'm thinking like a pony. But, I mean, I know they get really small.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that they've thought about this. If it's one out of the three animals allowed, I'm yeah, pretty but I sure mean, it'll have fit you seen on the plane. One?
1: Like how, how I'm not familiar talking?
0: with the world of miniature horses, but I'm assuming that.
1: Okay, it was just a question, and was, I was kidding. Um,
0: I mean, I would assume that they'd be able to sit in a seat, or at least fit in one. Huh. So, so as long as they are fully trained psychiatric service animals, the tiny uh, horses will be one of only three species allowed on the board after the new policy kicks in next month. Uh, so the news, new policy also says the passengers can fly with an emotional support dog or cat as long as they have a doctor's note. Each, each passenger is only allowed to travel with one animal on each flight. So unusual or exotic animals, including rodents, ferrets,
1: uh-huh.
0: insects, spy- spiders, Oh, an emotional support that's spider? That's not a
1: thing. That's, that's not...
0: Reptiles, that's hedgehogs, rabbits, or sugar gliders are no longer welcome on Southwest oh, Plains. Oh, sugar gliders. They're weird. Yeah. Oh, I have information on many horses. It's in okay. the article. Thank you. According to the Americans with Disabilities Act, miniature horses are recognized as service animals and generally stand between 24 and 34 inches tall and weigh between 70 and 100 pounds. They're so little.
1: It's like a big dog.
0: It's like Ollie size. It's like your roommate's, yeah, Yeah. dog size. Uh, So the new Southwest policy states that all service animals and emotional support animals allowed in the cabin must be under the owner's control at all time and will be denied uh, on board if they display disruptive behavior, including growling, biting, whining, or going to the bathroom outside of the designated animal relief areas. I did not know there was such a thing.
1: Oh, they must have it. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if you think like you know, seeing eye dogs and things like well, that.
0: Well, if you're like, well, shucks, Southwest Airlines doesn't go everywhere I want to go. Me and my miniature horse, do not fret, because JetBlue and American Airlines also allow many horses on
1: board too. It's being noted in live chat. Catherine just said, uh, "Someone with buku bucks and a horse fetish pushed this one through." Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if there's. This is like a big thing or not. Now I kind of want to know somebody about soothing. If you for have a people? mini horse, please write us.
0: And please bring it to the studio
1: <clears> so yes. I can pet it and hug you it. You have an invitation, please, to come to you the studio. You have an open
0: invitation to come to the studio. As long as, you're, as, long as it's not mean.
1: A as mean mini le- horse?
0: Yeah, I don't want a mean mini horse. As long as it'll let me hug mean it for a while. mean mini horse
1: running through here, like, kicking things and, like, oh, bucking up. Uh, John says, it makes me think of Lil' Sebastian from Parks and Rec. Little Lil' Sebastian. Sebastian!
0: All right, next up, a woman... It's kind of a sad story, but then it, it comes back in the end. A woman <laughs> has lost her NASA internship. Oh! Did you read this?
1: I wish I had a NASA internship.
0: After a Twitter fight that she got into with a member of the Space
1: Council. Oh, well, that's probably not a good that's idea. Not
0: A woman's excitement over an internship may have gotten the better of her. A woman identified only as Naomi, using harsh language, shared on Twitter that NASA had accepted her for an internship. Former NASA engineer and October Sky author Homer Hickam replied replied to her tweet saying, language, because she had written, uh, let's see, so I guess she had said something with a little bit of profanity in it, how excited she was. Then she wrote back to the guy, the former NASA engineer, after he told, like, said language yeah. to her. She wrote, suck my dick and balls, I'm working at NASA. <laughs> Why
1: do you think Hickam that would replied, ever be? Hickam replied...
0: And I am on the National Space Council that oversees NASA.
1: So you shall not be working there now. Wow. How dumb do you have to get? Yeah. Suck my... (laughs) Yeah. Hickam is one of more
0: than two dozen people named to, uh, to the newly created National Space Council's user advisory group. Word eventually came out that Naomi had lost her internship. The response from Twitter was mixed. Some people thought that she should be... You know, professional, if she's having, you know, a professional job, other people, just
1: No, I think that's, that's, I think that's where you have to need to learn a lesson. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Hickam, well, after he was accosted by people, he later wrote about the incident on his blog saying he had nothing to do with her being fired. Uh, Naomi eventually reached out and apologized to Hickam. Uh, After they had the conversation, he had kind words to say about her. He said that he would help her try and find another position.
1: That's a nice I mean, just how dumb do you have to be? Everybody out there with Twitter, don't be that, ah, it's just so stupid.
0: Well, and if you are going to be stupid, here's this last story that I think might just be the proper fit for you. So, you see a lot of people who are jumping ship off of social media. There's kind of over-the-top, like, burned out. But people still want to have a place to say what they want to say. Yeah. Now there is a new social media side that just hurdles your life updates into the void, not posting them to anybody. So you can post what you want to, but then it gets sent out to nobody.
1: Oh, okay. I kind of like that. So this
0: is a site called Brizzly. So it's, um, it's, it's a simulation of a social media network like Twitter and Facebook. gives you a little box to fill with life updates. But then it takes your text and does absolutely nothing with it. So it positions itself as a way to break down your social media habit by giving you all the endorphins that come with creating content and pressing send, but none of the downsides. So you don't do something dumb and lose your job or your internship. Like, no one will respond back to you telling you that you're an idiot. No one, um, you know, you don't have to worry about people retweeting it or liking it. You can just kind of say what you want to say and push it button. How does this work? It's just a, so this is something that was created in 2009 uh, as a Twitter and Facebook interface. It was acquired by AOL before it shut down in 2012. So it was, uh, it was basically started, it's called Brizzly. It was started as a way to wean yourself off of social media. I'm downloading it. Yeah. So it's um, currently as Facebook and Twitter are being revealed to not only be time sucks, but also turning into um, obstructions of civil society, which is very true. So uh, if you don't want to quit cold turkey, you can just go and download Brizzly.
1: How do you spell it?
0: B R I Z Z L Y.
1: L Y. Okay, I'll try and find it. Hmm, I'm not seeing it on the app, but maybe you have to go to the to the website. Yeah, I think maybe. Okay, Let's see.
0: And there it is. Yep. What do you want to say? You can just type it in. Greg (laughs) Uh, smells funny. Period. Send. Sent. Sort of. As we agreed. This doesn't go anywhere, but it probably felt great.
1: (laughs) It does feel good. It
0: does feel good. Oh my god. It's like saying everything you ever wanted to say. Oh, can I write more mean things about you? Okay, this is is fun. Why does Greg's face look like that? I wish it didn't send oh,
1: sent Edward says and someone compiles all this information for later use well you don't have to log in with an account so
0: yeah can't be able to write in a diary people find your diaries Edward I've watched way too many movies and read too many stories about
1: I still wouldn't put anything too personal on there
0: oh well, no that was like that horrible sight remember when people could like say mean things about the person anonymously
1: Oh, yeah. I signed up for one of those.
0: Why in God's name would you ever do that?
1: I was just curious.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Don't send me mean things. But send them to Greg, because he's curious.
1: Mm-mm. No, I'd rather not. Right. I do miss that app, Secret, though.
0: You you were obsessed with I had fun with that. With Secret. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's I had crazy. a lot of fun with that one. Yeah, you really, really liked that one.
1: Yeah, I got into that for a bit. It was like safe trolling. Is any trolling ever really safe? Well, not anymore. Yeah. That's kind of ruined. Okay. Um, All right. Well, which one did you want to do? Because
0: I see the two. Well, I've got
1: two. Why don't we do uh, a little Uh, bit of ball talk? We'll do a little bit of ball talk.
0: Well, damn it. I picked the wrong one. Oh,
1: well, that's okay. We can do that one, too. Okay. Do you want to do that one?
0: Well, I don't know what it is, but Are you saying it's time? Is it time? Almost.
1: Is it time? Yes. For a Squatch Watch? Ah! Do you think there's a in these words? Squatch! Squatch. All right, it is time for a Bigfoot Squatch News update. We've got this. What? And it actually is not about a sighting, but about something that's going on, and I don't like it. So here's what's happening a North Carolina mountain community by the name of Marion. Marion. North Carolina all right, has made a proclamation. Mayor Stephen Little has proclaimed that Bigfoot is now the official animal of Marion, North Carolina. This is wrong for a number of reasons.
0: Isn't that already our property?
1: Well, I Bigfoot not- is technically a Northwest animal. I know he can be cited other places. I know they've been seen. So he can move. You're giving him permission to move. Well, you know, there's skunk apes down in the south. And there's, yeah, there's some Bigfoot sightings down in North Carolina, too. They have some mountains. But nonetheless, technically, if anybody is going to be able to proclaim Bigfoot as an official animal, it should be a city in the northwest.
0: Well, that's a fact.
1: The northwest lays the claim to Bigfoot things like this. I mean, it's already protected animal in Skamania County. It's illegal to hunt a Bigfoot in Scamania County. There's an official Bigfoot trap outside of Ashland. I think these Marion, North Carolina people need to stick with what North Carolina people worry about. You know, you have, like, chupacabras down there. We'll handle the Bigfoot stuff. That's all it was. You just really are trying to just stake your claim on Bigfoot. I'm saying I think it's they're overstepping the line by proclaiming it an official animal.
0: If you ever really saw Bigfoot, would you tell anybody? <sighs> Like would you would you try to make it your truth? Would you like insist on telling the world, or would you keep it to yourself? If you had no proof, if you see if he stood in front of you for like ten seconds, you didn't have a camera, you didn't have anything. I didn't have a camera. Nope. But you saw it. You're sober. It's in the middle of the woods. Like say um, you're like hiking by yourself or something, and you stop and you're face to face with this thing for like ten seconds, and he turns and lumbers off. Would you tell anybody? Yeah. How? But how far would you go to keep telling people that it was real?
1: I don't know. It's not would you seem make it like your crazy person. No, I wouldn't make it my passion. I'm
0: pretty sure that you might. I um, think you. I think you might go a little.
1: No. Well, if I had a picture, yeah, absolutely. If I had a picture, hundred percent. But if you didn't have a picture, <sighs> I don't know. See, that's one of those things. Everybody, would everybody just think you're crazy?
0: And then, that, then you have to start thinking like, see, are the maybe some who of these claim people that they see crazy. them, maybe they aren't crazy. They're
1: crazy. There's well, there's a lot of crazy ones out there. But what if somebody's not crazy?
0: Did I tell you I know a?
1: I know a couple of different people.
0: No, I I know a person who's, is that they psychically communicate with Bigfoot?
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that. That's a that's different. That's a different. Where level. they go on? Like That's trips a whole with other, other people. That's a whole other ball game. It's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a different <laughs> that's different than the question that you're asking. All right, Greg, what was that? It was a Squatch watch. I do think there's a Squatch in the world. <laughs> I it in the live, live chat. Just Squatch! Just let Greg tell his Bigfoot story. <laughs> Here he goes. I don't know. Yeah, that would be weird. I just need to have a camera on at all times.
0: All right, but what if you didn't? Uh. Would you make it your passion? What do you mean make it my passion? What does that even
1: mean? You make it it sound creepy.
0: Well, it is kind of creepy. I mean, you want to prove it to the world that he's real and he's spectacular. Make it my passion.
1: Like my passion. You make it sound strange when you phrase it in that way.
0: People don't bring me Sasquatch and Bigfoot stuff all the time. I think you have made it seem kind of clear that it is your passion.
1: Passion is a very intense word. Greg is very passionate about Bigfoot. I am passionate about Next Adventure, though. You are. I love going to Next Adventure. NextAdventure.net, Next Adventure located here in Portland, on the corner of Stark and Grand. They are absolutely wonderful. And uh, if you have any kind of outdoor needs, whatever it is, or you're, you need to get some new camping shoes, Or just go an excuse there. to or
0: wander around in there like Greg uses every single the... time
1: we go anywhere. I do. I love wandering around. So, well, I need to this. go to
0: Next Adventure in case we need to, we probably
1: but forgot something. if there's something that we need? I got to go check the sale rack. Because there's always something on the sail rack. Like, there's always something there. Is that how you feel about, like, the makeup counter at Fred Meyer? Yes. See, that passion you have, that's kind of the same way I feel about Next Adventure. Oh, wow. Like, I love it. I didn't realize it ran so deep. I think it does, and I've just been in denial. Oh. They are a great place. Seriously, Next Adventure is awesome, and we really do appreciate their support. Next Adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand. Didn't you meet somebody in the makeup aisle the other day?
0: <gasps> I did. I want to give a big shout-out. Thank you
1: very much. I remember we talking about that.
0: So I was at uh, Fred Meyer, actually, in the makeup aisle, and I um, and this gentleman came up to me named Rick, and he and I had my headphones, and he was like, Oh, excuse me. And I'm like, Oh, hey. He was like, And he said, I don't know if you are who I think you are, but if you are... I love fun employment radio. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> that is me. It's me. Thank what if we hadn't you. said
1: Fun Employment Radio? What would you have said?
0: I don't know. I would be like, what I if w- you just
1: said, I don't know if you are who I think you I would you be are, like, oh it's definitely But me. I like what you do.
0: Oh, I would definitely. I, even if I don't know what I'm, like, yep, that's me. <laughs> you would have claimed it.
1: You're welcome. No, I don't know. <laughs>
0: no, his name was Rick, and that was Rick. I I really <laughs> appreciate you taking the time to say hi to me like that. That really that made my entire morning. That's so. really
1: cool. That stuff always makes our day. It did. I was just beaming. Like
0: that after that, it was so yeah. cool. So yeah, thank you. So what's up, Rick?
1: Yeah, if anybody's ever concerned about coming up to say hello to us, don't mm. be. Come say hello to us. It's always fine with me. Unless
0: we're, like, super busy at an event, but then we'll time after, Oh, well, like, yeah, it's after, an but, yeah. A,
1: but that's an event, and then, yeah. you know, then we're just trying to handle some stuff. Other than that. Yeah. You see us out, like, having a beer somewhere? And, of course, I, okay. I bet he,
0: he figured out that it was me because I was standing in
1: the makeup That's out, what I,
0: I... Just standing there staring at it, like, what? You've
1: talked about it so much, people probably know.
0: He was like, all right, I don't know exactly what she looks like, but this idiot's standing in the makeup <laughs> She's out. standing
1: yeah. there staring at fingernail I was staring.
0: Polish. I was staring for, like, oh, ten minutes.
1: Oh, shiny. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific time with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Radio. .com. chica chica Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com slash support to subscribe to... The
0: page. What? That was one brush trick too many. We I know. To... I realized that. Are That's why I trailed. What you doing?
1: I trailed off, so I was going to make it so it was, like, faded out.
0: No, I did my chica, chica and that was a really good ending, and then you fucking blew it.
1: Mind this!